Welcome to another edition of I've Had It. I'm Mike Boyd. This edition is called The Great Reflex. It's getting too easy to trigger and traumatize the Democrats. It's not a wholly uncommon condition that affects teenagers. Oppositional defiant disorder. It's when a young person has a frequent and persistent pattern of anger, irritability, arguing, defiance, or vindictiveness toward you and other authority figures. For most young people, it's a healable affliction that goes away by the time adulthood sets in. But to a lot of grown-up Democrats, they never bothered to seek out treatment. It's gotten so bad for the left that if the right comes out for an issue, the left believes it has to come out against it. Even on issues where the two sides should find common ground, the left implausibly finds a way to oppose it, no matter how mainstream or popular the right's position on an issue, the left can't contain itself. Here are some examples. Free speech, the left's response. More, more censorship. Barack Obama told some Stanford students this week that misinformation was the biggest threat to democracy. Corporate welfare, the left's response. Defend Disney's ability to get a government waiver in order to have its own political subdivision. Due process. The left's response, blacklisting, canceling with no explanation. Anti-war, the left's response, intervene on behalf of Ukraine. Doing business with totalitarian governments and human rights abusers. The left's response, ignore China's oppressive regime and wider detention camps. Virtue signaler, uh, signalers like Apple, the NBA, and Disney just turned a blind eye. And of course, Issues with the sudden fad known as transgenderism. A little over four years ago, Nick Merriweather was teaching his political philosophy class when he became front and center in the misgendering crime of the century. He called on a student by saying, yes, sir. That was enough for an Ohio, an Ohio public university to determine that Merriweather effectively created a hostile environment for not using the proper pronouns when addressing a transgender student. A written warning was placed in the teacher's file and a note that said further corrective actions would be taken. Well, Merriweather sued and just last week he was awarded $400,000 from Shawnee State University. A jury said his civil rights were violated due to his religious beliefs. Earlier this week, a group of Massachusetts parents sued the school which encouraged their children to take a new name and adopt new gendered pronouns without the parents' consent. Bernadette Broyles, general counsel of the group suing the Ludlow School District, said, we are seeing this type of concerted effort by schools across the country. School officials are making decisions about the lives of children that they are not qualified or authorized to make and doing it without telling and often deceiving parents. These public and many private schools consciously have determined that they know best when it comes to the gender of a student. We're not just talking about critical race theory or genderless bathrooms. A number of teachers have been featured on the liberals of TikTok, touting their personal experiences with gender reassignment and their various chosen pronouns while in class teaching. A number of these teachers have been counseling students on changing their team. And of course, the leftist Twitter felt it needed to censor the liberals of TikTok, even though it just runs unedited videos of trans promoters. Too much truth is harmful.
The issue has been given even more oxygen by the rabid opposition to Florida's left prescribed name, don't say gay bill, most famously by the Disney Corporation. As many know by now, it prevents the discussion of gender transition to K through third graders. Disney, which we discussed in a previous edition of I've Had It, has a number of employees who are trying to include gender and sexually loaded themes into its cartoons and movies. The company says it will try to get the measure overturned. Despite Disney's outrage, polling doesn't seem to be on the mouse's side. Here's how the polling firm framed the issue. Classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accordance with state standards. Well, two thirds of the respondents to the poll believed it was inappropriate. Even more than half of the Democrats believed it was not a good law. Opponents of this type of sexualizing the small kids are claiming, that, are claiming that the advocates are basically grooming the kids. Grooming is defined as when someone builds a relationship, trust, and emotional connection with a child or a young person so they can manipulate, exploit, and abuse them. Children and young people who are groomed can be sexually abused, exploited, or trafficked. And while a lot of the activities now being chronicled throughout the country has led to what could be called grooming, the left is very defensive about it. This headline from the liberal Atlantic, grooming is Republicans' cruel new buzzword for targeting trans kids. Of course, the Biden administration has felt the need to weigh in. Presidential spokesperson Jen Psaki said the bill is politically charged and harsh and puts parents of LGBTQ children in a heartbreaking position. The flack only gets heavy when you're over the target. It's obvious the Republicans have a killer issue here. In fact, may have a handful. As mentioned before, cultural battles may be just as important in the outcome of the midterms as inflation, crime, and border issues. The left has lost its moral compass and only seeks to maintain power. But mainstream America is onto the game and is taking measures to return a majority of the country to sanity. Page two, an update on a story we've reported on. Loudoun County School District employees could face criminal charges for covering up a rape that occurred on a district campus. Of course, that was the rape that led to the outrage in Virginia that probably was the root cause for, governor, uh, for the governor to be elected. A special grand jury has been convened to explore charges against the superintendent who claimed at the time that there had never been any assaults in the LCSD bathroom. Page three, a number of political prognosticators are speculating that a Republican president could have a filibuster-proof 60-seat majority in the U.S. Senate in 2024. That's because of the 33 up for re-election in 2024. Two-thirds of them are Democrats in very difficult re-election states. So the Republicans have high expectations to take a significant majority in the Senate in 2024. Page four. In the dead of night, 10 months after the episode, 
Homeland Security finally announced that the Border Patrol whipping incident was closed and there'll be nothing further on it. The left and the regime's media allies used this picture to paint the Border Patrol as a bunch of meanies, furthering their position that illegals were being mistreated and should not be restrained. The patrolman shown was proven to not having whipped the crosser, but it didn't stop President Biden from harshly condemning him the day after the event. Well, thanks for reading I've Had It. Subscribe for free, by the way, to receive new posts and to support my work. Everyone have a great day.